0: Hi, my name is Shoto, and I am a monk at Koji, where I am committed to training my mind under the guidance of my teacher, Sokuzan. We rely on your support for much of what we offer here. This includes building projects to create space for full time and part time practice residents. Thank you for your help.
1: So, uh, I'm just going to do mountains and rivers tonight. Uh, so, I didn't come up with a t- uh, talk title, and I asked several monks, are they the ones that didn't know what they didn't know what type? talk title have either, because they knew that they gave me a talk title, I would blame them for it. and Say, uh, get help from them probably. Like, what's the fundamental nature of reality, stuff like that. I didn't want to hear any of that stuff. Are there any talk, talk, uh, questions? Do you have a question? Oh, good. Go ahead. Shoto Shoto Valley. Yes, Shoto.
0: I'm thinking of a situation where um, something triggers a lot of negativity and I'm just right in the middle of a fixation and I'm not interested in budging at all. There's no curiosity. What is it to put others before ourselves when we're in the middle of that?
1: Just see the way you can't do that. Be aware of the negativity. Don't change it into some kind of idealized uh, being with all things or something like that. That being said, there may come uh, come a time when that might be the very best thing to say. The very best thing that you can do is is to address the negativity in a way that you're saying, "Thank you very much. I have no complaints whatsoever. I can receive this negativity." It might show up that way; it could show up different ways. But it's awareness that's important in any given situation. Not accomplishing something, or not suddenly becoming this great person who never. As any negativity anymore and they're all about the vow and about being kind to others. Some people are so interested in, in being a helpful person that it tends to be more about them than about actually helping people. If you're really helping people, it may not look like it. If you're really going, to, going for instance, uh, as we've done in the past, some of us going in, into a prison year after year after year, month after month, and just meeting with inmates in a in a hell realm, a legal hell realm, as punishment. You're meeting with them there, and they come to a half a dozen people come to a Dharma talk, just receive them, just being with them. That's all you have to do. You don't have to convert anybody to Buddhism. We all know, or at least I know from experience, that they may never meditate again, they may never study Buddhism. But it's the idea that they're in a difficult situation. They'd like to uh, do something besides just sit in their cell, especially level four and five inmates or high security inmates are in trouble in that area. So don't fix anything. Look at the way that it's in shambles or look at the way that, that even though you received this vow, look at the way you can't quite do that. This is awareness, awareness, awareness is not a success story. That's the mundane path, very easy to get it confused that, well, you, if you practice and practice and practice, pretty soon you'll be able to play the guitar. Well, in this area here on the spiritual path, if you practice and practice and practice, eventually you will see reality, not just somebody's opinion, idea, judgment, or strategy for manipulating thousands of people, perhaps millions of people using what? Bradley fighting vehicles. Abrams tanks, an M1 Abrams tank is uh, it's just like a huge computer with armament. If you look closely at that, you would think, why would someone do this? Why would someone build something like that? But, uh, same thing with an atomic bomb. Why would you build something you can't use? People spend their time in different ways. Some of them are making weapons. More? Further questions, please.
2: You said event um, we will eventually see reality. Yes. How does that help save all beings?
1: Because you're no longer adding to the confusion of the world. You are uh, an individual being, and you also are not separate from all beings. So you actually, just like the Buddha 2,500 years ago, bless his heart, dedicated his life to others by teaching for what? I don't know, 45 years, something like that. What was he teaching? To see what this is, train the mind. The three marks of existence. Suffering. Everything is suffering, not part-time. Everything is impermanent. All conditioned things will vanish. That means you are what you think you are. And then everything is without a center or without a self. But that is I mean, that's this isn't a, uh, a theistic religion where you have to believe the Buddha. Sometimes it's taught that way, perhaps, but that's not the way it's seen over here. You have to hear what the Buddha said and, and try to see what he was pointing at those are the three marks
2: was it is there a, a direct way to work with um, the three work with passion or aggression or just wanting to do something with a situation off the cushion when life is busy it just seems easy to cover that up with
1: activity so what it's pretty pretty open uh, passion aggression and ignorance these are the three pushing pulling and shutting down are the three ways that uh, that uh, the ego is self-centered part of the mind ego uh, uses those to push and to pull believing your thoughts believing that you're threatened or believing that you can get ahead by Manipulating others, or controlling them, st- stealing their possessions.
2: Yeah. If I'm looking at a situation, I'm, it seems like I don't understand it well enough. I don't want to do anything with it. But the impulse to do something with it shows up. I'm looking for a direct way to work with that off the cushion, where it doesn't just go underground and kind of that energy of wanting to you know whatever it is passion or aggression that energy popping back up somewhere else
1: just watch it pop up get to the wall train the mind Uh, this next month is going to be going to be a full schedule of facing the wall (laughs) we're going to do a lot of that so participate much as you can, depending on what's happening in your life in other ways. But that's, that's the area of all the practices we do. That's probably the key, the whole thing is sit down, hold still, and observe the movement of the mind. So what it, get to know how passion, aggression, and ignorance are working in your mind stream and how one will rotate into the next. Passion and ignorance and then aggression or the other way around. Usually ignorance uh, shows up between those. Go ahead.
2: Is it, is it, if a situation showing up and that energy to do something with it shows up, is it more important to stay with that energy? If a thought comes up, if you add on, then observe that. So should we sort of stay with the last
1: I mean, layer? <laughs> Well, I wouldn't say maintain anything or stay with it. Just watch what's moving. In any situation, you train yourself to do that by facing them all, having a wall, having having a very minimal situation where you're just holding still and watching someone walk behind you, or observing that, or someone sit down next to you, and watching your own mind uh, go to plus and minus and neutral over and over and over again. Just observe it. No comment. Make no comment. And in this way, we're prioritizing the consciousness in which things come and go, and not the consciousness that is, has has rolled itself into an agenda about I need that and I don't need that and I need to stop that and out and I had just about enough of this or that or this or that, or why am I feeling why I have all these negative feelings? I've done nothing wrong. Why would I have this negativity come? Constant rotation that seals off the awareness that would eventually see that there is no solid self in this consciousness. Form, feeling, perception, concept, consciousness does not add up to somebody. It just looks like it. But if you look in concepts, you can't find a self there. If you look in the body, there's no self in the body. If you look in perception, there's no, there's no perceiver there. There's just perception. Is that helpful? Did I get even close to what you were looking for? If not, I'll try it again. Should I try it again? Sure. Sit a lot. How's that? You already sit quite a bit. If you're connected with this monastery, you're already doing more than the average person does. Sitting. Sit a lot. We need to sit a lot. It's not going to happen. Just you can't just you can't think your way into this the people who are extremely good at thinking about this are not necessarily awake yeah. less
2: louder how do
1: It's okay. Anyone uh, out in Zoomland? Yes,
0: sir. Sometimes um, you'll say it's it's worse than that. And it will, and it's better than that. Yes. I feel like I see a lot of proof of the it's worse than that. Mm-hmm. How is it? What what's better
1: about this? Uh, what I'm referring to there is uh, there's several things there, but the main thing is liberation. That there's complete liberation from uh, conflicting emotions and any kind of jail or any kind of prison that your mind stream was keeping you in, locked into through ignorance. And that, that comes about through believing there's a self that can be hindered, believing there's a self that can do anything, including be enlightened. The ego can't be enlightened. Your true nature is already the case. Consciousness only. So other things that might be said that if you practice in this way and intend to see the truth and return to it, day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year. Eventually there are, <coughs> excuse me, we call them side effects or just aspects of just practicing this path of devotion and intention that things, the relative situations in your life start to become less uh, uh, filled with greed, a uh, demand, uh, Lack of being able to listen to what somebody's saying to you, but those are side effects. Those are—that's well, not something you're going for. You you go to see the truth, and uh, you might might find that you're no longer much to your chagrin. You might find that you're no longer at war with anything anymore. But that's a side effect, because it's it's a relative statement about something. But if you try to go to that, you try to practice in such a way that you become relatively more friendly, more sane, more, 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 it's still relative. Anything that's built up as a success will come apart because it has definitely arisen uh, and it, it's, uh, it's dependent. So it has to fall apart. It can't last. A question from
3: Eric. Eric, who? Don't know.
1: How does it spelled?
3: E-R-I-C.
1: Okay. Okay, Eric.
3: When negativity arises in the form of a pet peeve, is there a particular form we can utilize when dealing with such familiar or anticipated negativities?
1: Uh, I might respond to that differently if I knew you really well. But you could start out by seeing that it's uh, um, just to stay in the relative area that it's a petty approach to the situation, but you may already know that, and it still may be haunting you as a pet peeve. The only thing I can think of uh, that would be based on not knowing who's asking the question or how much you've practiced, probably more sitting more than likely. If that's continually arising, or then the other way of working with it is don't worry about it. You know, return to the tension. Return to your intention to be with all things. If you're listening to this person, and you're in this uh, community to some extent, maybe if it's your first time, that it might be different. But this is a, this is the Mahayana path. This is a the open way. And there's different ways of teaching this, and some of them don't seem so open. And other ones uh, seem quite open. So. Further questions? Beyond.
3: Beyond bowing. I've been hearing you say a little bit lately the phrase consciousness balling up. Yes. And I'm wondering. If in that balling up. Um, I guess I could ask it. How is that balling up sometimes a um, a reinforcement of our ego? Boeing.
1: Well, it's it's another description for ego. It's just a an aspect of consciousness starts to contract, and and uh, thoughts are produced in that way to, that are defensive you know, something is in danger. I'm in danger. I need to pr- protect myself from him or from her or from this situation. And, and it balls up because of fear. Usually that's the, the initial fear of open spaces, fear of, of the unknown and all the other ways of describing um, a lot of room. Uh, fear. Don't know what is, gonna, what, what is going to happen next. One of the ways of protecting yourself or getting rid of the fear is to go to one of the three poisons, which is ignoring, just shut down, don't think about it, distract yourself into anything from alcohol to bingo, or maybe both of them, or just some kind of activity that keeps you from thinking too much about what's happening in your mind stream. The other way is to do it through aggression, get really upset, very prejudiced against others, and thinking and uh, 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 assuming that those other people are somehow the source of your fear—you're afraid of uh, uh, what's it called? Xenophobia, uh, agoraphobia—too much fear of open spaces, too much fear of the unknown. So the the balling up idea is that is a way of describing ego. It just kind of coils up and makes knots, so so that that part of the the mind stream in any any person's mind is uh it shows up as somebody and it's very identified with the body. Um the five skandas, form, feeling, perception, concept, consciousness. Those are aspects of that situation. And um, um we may come up with intense aggression against others that fight with them because they're 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 threatening us in some way, threatening us by not giving us what we want, or threatening us by By not being in agreement with our whatever anything from politics to the spiritual path or a so-called spiritual path so it balls up and and becomes a a bundle of aggression and hatred and prejudice or it could go in another direction just become all balled up and be protecting itself with ideas and philosophies and uh, even Buddhism could command You, know, someone who really knows a lot about Buddhism, could use that as a, you know, to to go against some other form of Buddhism. You know, the, like the Soto Zen attacking the, the Rinzai Zen, or some crazy idea like that. As if one person is somehow better than others. It's just it's just another form of ignorance or another form of warfare. More Bion. Bion, yeah, bowing.
3: Sometimes it feels like I'm missing something if I'm not in um a state of being balled up um, I'm wondering what 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 that missing is going
1: it's, it's just a it's just a different kind of ball same thing thinking thinking you're missing something is reinforcing other you don't get something you deserve or something you want or something that you it was you thought was coming to you and you lost so it's just another kind of uh, if you want to uh, attribute that to the three poisons you would it could it could show up as aggression against yourself it could show up as uh, passion or clinging or grasping at something and you need some ego needs a reference point and it will grasp at loss or defeat it's not getting I'm getting it. So and that's to be what's to be done with that? Be aware of it. Just be aware. Don't don't fix it or correct it. It will it will do whatever it needs to do. It'll run out of steam if you don't push on it. You don't agree with it. You don't ignore it. Eventually it it just loses its momentum because the momentum of causes and conditions need to be pushed. They need passion, aggression, ignorance, and ego, and self-centeredness, and warfare, just like the M1 Abrams tank, which I think we're sending what thirty-one of those to the Ukraine. Okay, send tanks. I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying they shouldn't. I'm not not that clear on what all is happening, and it sounds horrible the saber rattling over there the nuclear saber, rattle, saber rattling is does not look so good it actually threatened with limited as if there was such a thing as limited nuclear weapons so there's there's a there's something that is wrapped up into a ball that mind that mine stream that is has millions of people under his control but he's not the only one they're all over the place please don't hesitate if you have a question yes sir
0: you often say that we don't have to get rid of anything or even nothing happens so can that ball of consciousness show up without us identifying with it
1: yes and if you don't push it you don't do anything with it and you don't ignore it and you don't explain it or elaborate on it or give it validate it through your your magical mystery tour in your mind. Don't don't give it anything other than your attention. Just receive what it is. Receive that knot. Receive that fist. Look at it. it cannot persist. It, it cannot stand as an independent thing. The heat of awareness. It will come apart. But it. It's not going to happen in three weeks. Go ahead. Bowing. Um, so, can that not show up?
0: We don't push, pull or ignore it, can it still have a lot of time to, to keep showing up like that?
1: Yes. Years. That's why it's so damn hard to do this. It will not end up in a whew, glad that's over with. It's never over with because it has never begun. You have to see it. You personally, everyone here, everyone on the screen. This is this is a spiritual path, not the mundane path of getting somewhere. There's nowhere to get. There's nowhere to get, I should say. It's just this. You have to see it. It's in front of you. Go ahead. Shodho
0: bowing, if when that knot shows up, it's just extremely painful. It is. Is that the receiving of it? Yes.
1: Life is suffering. The cause is wanting something else. Second noble truth. The goal is cessation. The path is Samadhi and prajna. Or sit down, look at it, realize what it is. It takes a long time. Sounds simple. But you can do that. If you're listening to me, you're ready to do that. Otherwise, this would make no sense to you. And it doesn't really make any sense to you, but it's difficult to turn away from it when you're listening to somebody say, look, look, look at it, look at it. Not saying, give me your money and I'll teach you some kind of a a bunch of fancy techniques for working with your mind or studying your dreams or analyzing your, uh, your meditation posture. No, look just look at it. Sit still. Look at it. Hold still. All the senses are open on receive. The attitude is it's just receive. Just it's a welcoming attitude. It's welcoming. That's a good
2: line. How can we How can I work with things that seem like they're in the way of my practice, like my job, without wanting something
1: else? Just set up a form, relate to the form. You have your job, you need to make some money, so you have your job. Some people don't have jobs, you have a job. And you also have a a spiritual path, you have a practice. You don't live in the monastery, but you live, you're part of the monastery, you live close by, and just use the forms. Return to the forms. These forms are set up so that you can to help you because we know, I know how hard this is to do Do this without forms. I'm I'm as lazy as anybody here. Maybe more lazy. I don't want to do it. I don't want to practice. <laughs> we were talking today about how to do this. I know what that's like. I say, well, do a little bit of it and sit for five minutes. Strike the bell, make it a whole form. Strike the bell, sit for five minutes, strike the bell, get up and go. Hang out with your thought patterns or your subconscious gossip or whatever you want to call it. Use the forms. And don't particularly try to cover up how you're feeling. Just what you're feeling here is genuine. You just, you don't feel so good about it. First noble truth, life is suffering. And that is not nihilism, nor is it... uh, Extra negativity, it's just the truth, and each person will experience that differently.
3: More, I want to be on the
2: cushion all the time. I actually mm-hmm. present my job for
3: keeping it
1: me from it, so I was just looking for a way to work with that. You're doing it, we can talk more about that in a, in a private interview. I can't really get too public here, but we can talk about that more. There are ways to work with that that may be, may be helpful to you. I'll talk to you in private. Okay? Have a question? Sure.
0: With that negativity hurting, is the best thing that we can do on the
1: path to let it hurt us? Um, to you put it bluntly? Yes. So don't don't cover it up with anything. Don't explain it. Don't blame anything. Even though it's obvious that somebody may have triggered that. Don't use that. That is your emotion, your feeling, your frustration, your depression, your anxiety, your jealousy, your uh, however difficulty, whatever name you want to give the difficulty. It's yours. It doesn't mean yours ego. It means it's not yours in terms of ownership. The you know, it's just it's your it's what's happening in your mind stream, your body. Just like if you get a uh, you get a headache, Mozuka um, doesn't start taking medication for it. Although in Zen mm-hmm. teaching, quite often that, that's a, a a way of teaching that shows that we're not separate from each other. Only <laughs> one leg, one leg only ones I can think of are in bad days. Yeah, they're about uh, flatulence. But, you know, I eat beans and you have problems with it. You heard that one? (laughs) Sorry about that. Go ahead. So,
0: you say no one's pouring a bucket of emotions into us, but sometimes it feels like someone's dumping onto me, like taking their negativity and dumping it, yes. if they're not actually doing that, how come when I'm on the other end and doing
1: that, it seems to work as if I, I was offloading that negativity. Yes. How, how does that? So what does he want to know? I am following you with what is it you want to know?
0: How does apparently dumping our negativity on somebody help
1: us to ignore it? Because it's an outflow. So you get to do something. Just like somebody who is really upset, really upset, and, and to the extreme example, and goes out and actually kills people, They're totally innocent people, but it gives them some kind of relief because they have no other, they, they don't have any help. There's no, there's no place a person feels like that can go to get help. Just like, um, uh, just like if you uh, are having uh, difficulty with uh, your sexual activity that is that concerns things that are completely against the law, you can't get help for that if you start talking about it you'll be locked up immediately you follow me yeah you, you have you can't you can't really get help if you're in an insane society society that's all about making money and controlling people and trying to look like you're helping people you really can't get help there if anybody you've been into the into the different situations I'm not saying you can't find a good therapist or someone that can listen to you and console you and possibly have some suggestions about what you could do to uh, deal with your negativity. but each person's negativity is so outlandishly different than the other one to try to apply uh, just a cognitive behavioral therapy to this person and then this person then brainspotting to the next person and then uh, I mean on and on and on with all the different things so pretty pretty difficult to fundamentally solve anybody's issue. Not that you can't help them. So, um, go ahead. Shout bowing. <clears throat> bowing. When
0: I'm I'm receiving um, what looks like a dump on me, and I recognize that they're my emotions, but it's still difficult. Can yeah, I? They're triggering you. Yes. Go um, ahead. Question. Can I ask them to stop, even though they're my
1: emotions? It's it's, it's so situational. Maybe. Maybe you could do that. You could also leave. Maybe you could just receive it as a teaching. Be a student much as you can. It's difficult to do that. Be, be a student as much as you can. I could not teach at all if I hadn't spent some time functioning as a student of, of what all this is, of everyone that I've met. Everyone is your teacher. That's a traditional Buddhism that's often said, everyone has been your mother. There isn't anyone who hasn't nurtured you, been with you from, since beginning of time. And so, yes, go ahead. Do we receive
0: from others? Um, is the way that we receive a teaching from the world different than how we receive it from our
1: um, formal teacher? Sure. No, the the world is not necessarily showing up and trying to teach you. It's the situations you get in or you need to receive those and make, they are teaching if you're a student. Whereas the teacher might be teaching to you more directly. He or she may be more aggressive, perhaps, if if it looks like to that teacher that um, that's what might be necessary.
3: Question from Brian Kring. How can we keep the desire to see it for ourselves, as you say, from becoming something I am trying to get?
1: Just just watch the watch the demand or watch the kind of greediness of wanting to get something. Just look at that. Don't get rid of it. Just look at that. And, and if you don't if you don't um, push it. Don't, don't go at it with aggression, trying to get rid of it. And you don't also don't fluff it up. And you just, uh, and you don't distract yourself from it or cover it up. Then you're just observing it. And that will wear out. There's no guarantee because then, if, then you would ask me, I said, yeah, I can be guaranteed that will move, because I don't know how long it will take. I don't know how embedded that kind of, uh, if I use the extreme word, greediness is in your mindstream, that you have to have something else. So, as, as I think I quoted Papaji, the, the Indian uh, guru, of the a non-dual teacher of the previous century, uh, said, give up the search. A simple instruction to his, uh, his uh, students was, don't look for anything. It's it's this. Don't look for anything else. It's this. It's right here. Now, why would I smile about that? Do I have something you don't have? I don't have a shitty attitude, and you do. How's that? <laughs> <It> resonates. <laughs> <laughs> it resonates. I mean, it, it, yes, I'm not. I I have passion, aggression, and ignorance go through my mind stream. I couldn't teach. I couldn't teach if I was somehow free of all that, and I'm encouraging you to come up to the mountaintop and enjoy the view. No, I'm on the mountain that you're on. There is no mountain, but as long as it looks like a mountain, you're going to need to climb it.
2: While we're on the cushion, uh, we are prioritizing consciousness. How are we prioritizing consciousness?
1: By uh, observing the instruction to or uh, aligning yourself with the instruction, whatever word you want to use, to just observe. If you do that enough, just observe, just observe, observe. Just receive. Whatever shows up, receive. Everything's welcome. Receive, receive. It gets quite monotonous after a while. It's not particularly entertaining. Uh, it, can, it can be monotonous. Do it anyway. So maybe you no know, wonder, wonderful insights or Kensho or glimpses of awakening will happen on the cushion. Maybe they'll never happen. Um, But the idea there is to train your mind so that when you're in post-meditation, you're off the cushion, is that more receiving is likely to happen there because you've just taken that blade to a whetstone, that mind to the wall and sharpen that blade, receive, 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 receive. The blade receives that stone. That stone is not fun. Just sit sit whole still and just watch what moves in the mind. Not fun. Not entertaining particularly. But then when you go out into the world, you may not even notice it so much. You may still be flooded with doubts and with opinions, ideas, guesswork, speculation, thoughts about this and that. But there will be, over time, there will be more and more ability to, or more just natural response to everything, to receive it, to listen to what people are saying to you. Not, not think up what you're going to say next. Have you noticed if you're talking to someone, quite often, they're looking at you, but you know they're thinking, you, you, you can see it, they're thinking because you've been receiving, receiving, receiving. You don't miss much. You look into other somebody else's eyes. You can see they're either receiving something, they're amidst of, in the midst of receiving thought patterns about what they're about to say to you next, they're not even listening to what you're saying. They're all ready to respond, but they're yabut or whatever. It's happening all over the place.
2: Can we dull that um, consciousness quickly off the cushion when we're being involved in our work? And that work is uh, you know, pulling us into being efficient and uh, multitasking?
1: Well, it can be challenging, of course, you're all involved in your work. That could involve all all different kinds of mental um, processes that go on, depending on what kind of work you do. But there will be probably, there prob- more than likely will be a lot more spaciousness around those activities and could actually, uh, be more difficult because you will, You might be in the process of not covering up so much in your mind stream, being more aware of who you are, what your motivations are, what you really are after, and what you are shutting down on. Those get more and more powerful. One of the last things to go is self-deception. Self-deception actually fuels the imaginary self or the ego or the seventh consciousness, if you're talking about the Yogacara structure of the eight consciousness. The seventh one is the paranoid one. It's the last to go, if it ever goes. What is the biggest self-deception? Thinking that you are somebody and, or that you can somehow get rid of ego. You can't get rid of ego, but you can see that it is unreal. Insubstantial, and it's a fool.
3: Yokudo bowing.
1: Go ahead, Yokudo.
3: There's a uh, question in the chat from Eric B. on the train. And Eric says, B.
1: You mean Eric. the guy with a really long last name? <laughs>
3: It's not that long.
1: Are you defending him? I've just attacked him, and you're defending him. <laughs> okay, go ahead. What's Eric got?
2: Eric says, uh, "What is my fundamental responsibility to my children and spouse,
1: Polly?" I think you're finding that out. Uh, what I can't go into your personal life too much, but you you are doing it. I, I have. Uh, this is not a compliment. I'm not compliment i rarely compliment anybody unless they're about ready to take their life that i might compliment them that's really a nice gun you have there <laughs> but you got to distract them somehow <laughs> but where did you get that ruger so i would say to to eric and and i really mean this but it's not a compliment but i think you're doing better than most of the people i've met that have are going through what you're going through and have children you're, you're completely responsible you're already doing it it's just sucks it's just hard i've been there a few times many times so it's just it's just difficult but your fundamental responsibility you you're one of the most responsible people i've ever met again not a compliment so you, you don't have to worry about me pointing out your responsibility, you, you, it's choiceless for you. You can't help but be responsible. Everybody that knows you can see that. Self deception is at a minimum in your mindstream. And I didn't say that you were awake. You have some work to do since you exposed yourself to this old teacher while well, you are on the train heading the other direction. <laughs> Good idea. <laughs> I'm going to go to Minnesota. I'll shine.
2: Pashan Bhaing, we're about to enter a month of block sitting. Yes. Um, How do we receive the monotony of that practice? Um,
1: The monotony? I enjoy it. It's it's actually, uh, and I mean that, it's actually, if you can get into the form, excuse me, sit down, hold still, watch the movement of the mind without grasping, rejecting, or shutting down or distracting, or setting up, uh, especially the distracting, it's very easy. I don't say it's easy, but it's possible to find a way to just turn off what's showing up so you can be there for three hours and not know, not, not even having any idea of what just happened. Sometimes called a jhana state. Not interested in those. Want to do those? Pretty good hideout for a while. Sometimes called samadhi. Samadhi is right now. This is samadhi. Realize it. More?
2: Uh, Pastor John Bowen, if, if those states of mind happen without us trying, what do we do with it?
1: If, of what? Of mind? If
2: like a jhana state. or yes. if, that, if I, you know, hear the bell and go, oh, where have I been? Let's yeah.
1: um, just, just, just observe. Don't, don't worry about it you hear the lucky to have the bell you might have been there for years <laughs> <laughs> Probably we have the bells no if if you if you hear the bell then you weren't in a john state FYI. further question another one i'm
3: looking at you yeah I think I am. yeah i'm looking at you
1: You don't have one?
2: I'm over here, see? <laughs> to the, the
1: yeah. uh, get out of the picture. Will you? <laughs> yeah. you don't have one. Okay. Ondo. Okay, Ondo, <coughs> oh. go ahead.
2: Ondo, um, you said earlier uh, that ego needs a reference point.
1: Yes. It needs other. It needs a problem, it needs a person. It needs somebody that caused something. It needs an environment that it's winning in, an environment that it's losing in. It needs, it needs, it needs. Oh, it needs something, someone to blame. Or even blaming oneself, which can, can cause shame and feeling you're not worth anything, which is just another form of pride. There isn't anyone. So the whole idea of worth is not, uh, doesn't work. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir.
2: What's your recommendation regarding intoxicants, especially like in the form of entertainment? Um, I know you discourage alcohol, at least on the premises here. Yeah, here I do. I just wonder out in your in daily life what your thoughts on that are. About
1: I, I, I'd be fine with that. Do a little bit. I mean, some some intoxicants or some things are, are really intensely habit forming, as you know. But everyone is different in that area. Some people uh, just can't can't use them because it, it just turns into a mess. Uh, I'd say keep it to a minimum, but you don't have to not uh, drink alcohol if that's what you're asking about. It's, it's more about like uh, media
2: consuming media. Yeah. As a sort of intoxicant
1: or a uh, distraction. Well, I I watch Netflix all the time. I love movies, so I, you know, it might be a I don't know. When you think it's an intoxicant for me, Mm -hmm. she thinks I'm intoxicated by Netflix. Or TikTok. Or TikTok. I watch TikTok too, and and some of that is uh, is it's entertaining or it's fun, distracting but also it really helps me see what everybody that I'm talking to are, uh, is dealing with. And that could be, say that's a justification. Not really, I don't need any justification to do anything, but it's helpful for me to see what is happening in that whole area. Watching movies even is very interesting. Uh, listening to music, which uh, I used to do a lot more of that previous times. I actually invented the Walkman, you probably know that. I did. I paid $250 for a realistic cassette recorder this big and then found an earphone for it and hooked that on my side while I was buffing the floors in an office complex where I worked. So I invented it. I think they came out with it a year later. Somebody saw me doing that.
3: Kayun Belling. Go ahead, Kayun. What is self-care without self-worth, bowing? Well, that's the kind of a,
1: just the, 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 the concepts there are so strong that uh, I think the, the whole idea of self-worth, as it is understood on the spiritual path, um, starts to take operate in a higher vibration, you could say, not to get too fancy about it, but the self-worth that happens where we're trying to prove we're okay by our accomplishments or our, our abilities or how we show up in the world or our competition to be better than others and so on, the relative way of getting self-worth. Uh, There's that, and so I think it could show up so many different ways. Maybe I should ask you, um, what it is you want to know, and maybe I can be more direct rather than not being so direct.
3: Kayen Bowing, I'm just kind of struck by the paradox of how so many of us come to meditation or the spiritual path as a an appendage of taking care of ourselves or trying to feel better yeah good point point. and then there sort of seems to be like a bait and switch where there's not even self to take care of but i don't know
1: well i don't know it's probably quite variable for everyone but I I think it's important to take care of yourself and take care of your health. And so far as you understand your health, there's so many ideas out there and messages, and people are in all kinds of desperate situations with different uh, diseases and uh, afflictions that makes it, and it's very complicated. So I just, I don't know, do the best that we can. Uh, that's in the monastery, as you know, If you, even though you're here and you make a commitment to practice and observe the forums, if you're sick, uh, you're sick, if you're feeling ill, no matter what it is, even if you just don't feel like coming to the forum, all you have to do is say so. I know and everyone here knows that there isn't anyone here that's here for the hell of it, we're all here because we're serious about training our minds. And we have some really strong forums and you may be able to do some of them you may not be able to you may you may not get enough sleep i know people who don't get enough sleep and and so that may be all you'd have to do is communicate and take care of yourself i i think i often say that to someone when they're having difficulty with and they say i'm going to go here go there need to do this or that i'm all about taking care of yourself not forcing some kind of obedience to the form. You don't obey forms, you observe them. And then you know it. if you're observing the form, you know, well, I can i can do this. I could sit here for the three-hour, four-hour block set. And then halfway through, you're having some difficulty, get up and leave. You don't have to explain to anyone. You might communicate and let people know that you're not going to be there. So, I don't think we have a great deal of problems with that? Maybe some people have problems with it that I don't know about, but it seems like it runs fairly well, considering the difficulty that people have. Uh, you're the shoe so. Do you find any problems with any of that? No. We just work with people where they're at and everybody's is different. You know, some people just jump on a train and go to Minnesota and get away from the whole thing. Okay. Is there a final question? Okay. okay.
3: You you said uh, self-worth of higher
1: vibration. What is that or what did you mean by that? Well, I don't know what else to go to. But eventually you see that everything is is worthy. If you're, if you're going to take me there, then I'm going to go there. So from the point of view of realization, which I make no claims. I'm not saying I'm realized. I'm not saying I'm enlightened. I'm not making any claims. But what I'm looking at is completely sacred. There is no profane. That's a mistake. That's a misunderstanding. There's just, as my teacher said, Chogyam Trungpa put it this way, everything is basically good. It's basically, fundamentally good. It's basically good. If you're coming, com- coming up with opposition to that, then just, that's, the, that's the way the mind is confused. We want control. We want to shut down things. We want control. We don't want basically good. We want control. Did that get close to what you were looking for
3: everything is basically good
1: yes and that's not the relative basically bad basically good it's just good it's just basically good in the midst of this reflect on it for a moment reflect on it for a moment i often say go look in the mirror this is an incredible gift of a human form that you are given and not only that, but you're given the illusion of personhood. You're given the illusion that you are the, the situation you're, that consciousness was downloaded into. What an amazing gift you were given. And what do you do with it? You fight with it. You destroy it. You trample on it. You don't want it. You don't like it. it doesn't fit right. People aren't treating you right. All a bunch of big babies. Demanding, demanding, something else, something else. Second noble truth, wanting things to be different. The Buddha came along and saw this after he worked on it for quite a long time and pointed that out in several different ways over many years, what, 45 years, I guess. We know, was it 45 years? The Buddha's teaching career. So we completely miss or we cover up this precious human birth. The sacred human birth where we are free, relatively free, anyway, for a while. I don't know how long it's going to last. And well-favored and that our mind, everyone here, your mind doesn't uh, still have 34 windows open, so no one's left right now, or if they may any minute. But your mind is your is, is you're, you're well favored, that's a very important thing to say because most people are not. They're clogged up with their beliefs, their opinions, and they're, uh, they're scared to death of things so much that they'll just grip down on political positions and hide out in that ball of, of whatever that is that winds up and turns into a knot in the, in the mind, mind stream in the seventh consciousness and says me and my stuff and what I like and what I don't like. And I'm right. I'm right about this and, I'm, and they're wrong about that. Or maybe it goes the other way. I can, can never get anything right. I'm a terrible person. I'm never going um, to mount anything. I don't even know why I'm here. Or the other way is you're completely plagued by some kind of physical disease or misery, which I, know I have several students that are wound up in that kind of situation. They're getting uh, the, the, the First Noble Truth delivered right to their doorstep every morning by with body pain that is intense. What do we do with that? Why why would we have body pain? The why question doesn't work. But what is it? Suffering. It's your own personal suffering. So insofar as you can, receive it. That doesn't mean don't take ibuprofen or get physical therapy or... Some other way, of course, do whatever you can to lighten that up. But it's suffering, and it's some people can't do that. The people who are being bombed out of their homes in the Ukraine can't just meditate. Very good. I guess we can close then. Thank you so much for coming and attending. Thank you for your questions.
0: Hi, my name is Shoto, and I'm a monk at Sokokoji, where I am committed to training my mind under the guidance of my teacher, Sokuzan, We rely on your support for much of what we offer here. This includes building projects to create space for full-time and part-time practice residents. Thank you for your help.